Hello and welcome to the Positive Perspective Podcast. This is Brian P. Swift, a.k.a. The Quadfather. Thank you for listening. Well, it's been an interesting year. I'm sure everybody would agree with that. The year has been uh, fun. It's been challenging. And uh, hopefully we've all learned a lot. I think that's the biggest key. And that we learn to celebrate some of uh, our achievements and just as important would be to let go of all the bullshit and all the things that uh, we had to deal with and try to move forward. So in that note, I have some questions that might help you consider your way in 2022. And I kind of like goals, but I think we all need to do that. Check up for the neck up. And we need to make sure that we have a clear path on which we want to go or paths. I always seem to have numerous paths going and that's good too. So in order to make those clear, I always ask myself a whole bunch of questions in order to make sure that I have a destination. What is my end goal? I have a starting point and maybe even have a timeline in which I'd like to accomplish things and that kind of helps hold me accountable. Even more so is an accountability partner. Uh, You're seeing it more and more. Call them a coach. Call them an accountability partner. You can call them uh, whatever you want, a guru. Uh, It does help. It's kind of like weightlifting, you know, when you have two people push each other it does help and it is an investment in yourself so think about how you can invest in yourself and sometimes that means time sometimes that means money sometimes that means both but investing in yourself is probably one of the only ways you're going to change what you want to change so keep that in mind so you know the first question I think we all need to answer is you know what what single thing that you plan to do this year will, ma- will matter the most in ten years or in five years or maybe in eternity? You know what what decisions do you have to make that are going to create this longer lasting optimism and opportunity for yourself? It's not an easy question. It may seem like it is, and there might be several answers to this. Um, there there usually are for me you know, multiple planes of what I'd like to do. So I would I would recommend that you, you know, take take your time. There's no rush. Make sure you write it down. Cause sitting there thinking without writing it down just takes it, you know, writing it down takes it to a new level. You'll read that anywhere. So take a chance take it take some time and and, and answer that question for yourself. And the next thing I would say is what's the most important decision you need to make this year. Is there one thing, one big thing that that you have to make? You know, for me, uh, I had a good year. One of my goals last year was to lose about 50 pounds. I did not accomplish that, but I did lose 30 pounds. So I got to celebrate that I'm 30 pounds less. And I probably gained a couple back over the holidays, but one of my goals that I have to accomplish um, for my health, for the people around me who help me, their health is to lose 30 more pounds. So that is, it's an important decision for me. 
you know, the second one would be for me, just continue to strengthen my relationship with God and more importantly, my family's, my children's relationship with God. So um, that's another way I need to uh, help make 2022 better. So keep that in mind. Next question would be, what area of your life most needs simplifying? And one way you can simplify it. I think we all have come from a time where our lives have gotten complicated. Um, some of that's out of our hands. Some of that is in our hands. And we need to make sure we can simplify that if there's a way. And I think there's always a way to simplify some things. So take some time on that. And that might involve getting other people involved in your life. For me, being disabled... I and I do rely on people. I have to be extremely organized, extremely time efficient, uh, and I'm always extremely grateful for the people that make my life easier and that support system that I continually grow and nurture is so important if you're disabled. If you're not disabled, you still might have a support system and probably do. Maybe you don't look at that way, but having that support system is so critical to making your life simpler, easier, more functioning. So keep that in mind. Where do you need to simplify your life? And what's one way you can do that? The next question would be, what's the most important need you feel burdened to meet this year? Like, what is the toughest thing? What seems to be, you know, it wakes you up at night, it, maybe it, haunt you during the day and you're still might maybe you don't have answers but what's that burden that that haunts you and i'm sure there is one we all seem to have it maybe maybe it's two or three burdens which is not uncommon and for me it's trying to stay, remain healthy because if my health goes down i have a lot of people relying on me in so many different ways so for me you know maintaining my health because some of that's out of my control is very important. And making sure my parents, who are both 84 and need constant care, are taken care of in the best way that we can. Um, those are probably two of mine that, uh, you know, haunt me, keep me up, especially when I don't do the right things, like I overeat or I didn't exercise enough, things of that nature. So what's uh, what's your biggest burden and, and how can you meet it this year? And, not make it a burden, but make it more of a, uh, of a goal where it's not haunting you. And to go with that path, the next question would be, what habit would you most like to establish this year? Is there a better eating habit? You know, whether that means not eating after 8 o'clock at night, whether it means eating smaller proportions, whatever that is. And that one's near and dear to me because I have to lose some weight. So my biggest uh, nemesis is eating after 8 o'clock and, and eating food that's not good. You shouldn't be eating after 8 o'clock, and then I, I'm guilty of that. So for me, it would be I'd like to establish better habits with, eat, with not eating and eating in a, in a healthy lifestyle. So we all have those. I'm sure some of our burdens and habits might be to save more, um, whatever that might be, to exercise more. But we all have them. And if we don't talk about them, write them down and put a plan there, we're going to all miss them. 
Next question is, what's your most important financial goal this year? And on top of that, it's a two-parter. What's the most important step you can take towards achieving it? I just had this discussion with my two young, my two kids that uh, are, one's 19, one's 21. And I, as a young adult, used to have these envelopes that I would have names on. One was a car envelope. One was a vacation envelope. One was, you know, maybe uh, a house envelope, you know, a house envelope. And I would try to put little money away every check in those envelopes. So when the time came for a car or a new car, I had some money put away. You know, if I wanted to go on vacation or buy something, I had an envelope for that. And I didn't keep it in my savings account. Uh, I liked it in front of me because it was a constant reminder to save. And it's amazing how quick 20 bucks a check will grow. And for me and the people who've kind of taken this on, it is like having a safety net. It's it, There's a comfort level for me to have it. The people who have embraced doing that have a certain comfort level. And let's be honest, by not putting that money in the bank, you're missing, what, 0.0001%. And it always made me feel good as that, that envelope got thicker and I knew I was saving. And that way, when something came up, I knew that it wasn't just going to be slapped on a credit card or wasn't it wasn't going to just burden me. So uh, I always had a Christmas envelope. You know, put five bucks in it every check or ten. And that way when Christmas came, you know, the credit card wasn't crazily used. I'd use the cash and then use the credit card. And that way my credit card bill wasn't, you know, five, six thousand dollars. The next question is what's the single most important thing you could do to improve the quality of your work life this year? So let's face it, work work is a necessity for most of us. And if you are working with integrity and you have a dream and you have goals, you're probably overworking. Hopefully you are because there's nothing wrong with it. But what you have to continue to do is realign your time management and create balance, right? I mean, what work tends to do to most of us is throw us out of balance. And that is not something you find easily. So balance is something that you're constantly correcting and making changes to along the journey. And balance means making sure that as you really dig into work, that you don't forget about your own health and your own self, that you don't forget about your loved ones, that you don't forget about your relationship with God, that you don't forget about um, you know other obligations you've taken on, helping others, whatever that may be. We're always putting that into balance. And I think that question really addresses that, even though it doesn't talk about balance, but how do you improve the quality of your work life this year? And that may mean working smarter versus harder. It may mean you know, maybe going in on Saturdays or, you know, taking a little time to spend on a Saturday at home to make sure that your week's set up and that you're comfortable knowing that I've got it all done for next week. Actually, I'm a little bit ahead of the game. So keep that one in mind.
The next question, and I've got two more for you, is what's the one thing you could do this year to enrich the spiritual legacy you're leaving your children or grandchildren up? I have gotten where I'm at because of my strong faith. Um, what I what I do, I couldn't have done without the grace of God and Him always being there to to pull me up and give, drive me in the right direction. And not everybody might be as driven spiritually as that way, but but I would challenge everybody to think about their spirituality. I'm not going to call it religion, but call it whatever you want. But you know, our kids see how we are. Our kids are sponges; they pick it up. And I talk about faith and saying their prayers even to my teens and my kids in their 20s. I talk about it because I believe it is something that makes a difference. I know it's made a difference in my life. I know it's made a difference in my loved one's life. So I think it's an important question to embrace. And if that has been missing, maybe you just start it. Maybe you add that to one of your goals. And even if it's just a little bit, you know, we're looking for progress, not perfection. So keep that in mind. It's about progress, not perfection. And I would tell you to just keep making progress. Um, you know, little steps add up. Little steps become big steps, which become a long path. And that's all we're really recommending that you do. And then the last question and I think you have to address this. What one thing do you most regret about last year? And what will you do about it this year? And this isn't, I regret that we had to live through a pandemic. How did you handle that pandemic? Did you learn something? Did you pick up a new skill? Did you pick up a new hobby? Did you create better relationships? Because in my opinion, if you didn't come out of the pandemic stronger than you went into it, you lost an opportunity. Because the one thing the pandemic gave us was time. It gave us the time that we have all said, if I had more time, I would. We've all done it. We've all thought it. We've all said it. And what I did, not just with me, but my family, is write those two or three things. If you had more time, you would do. And I don't think anybody's short of answers on that. I hope nobody is. And what we did is we tackled some of those. I would do that if I had more time. Because we did have more time. That's the bottom line. With it came some stress, life stressful. Nobody said it was going to be easy. But if you didn't come out of it with a little more resolve than you went into it, with a new hobby, better habits, maybe a, a new skill set, we certainly had the time. And if you didn't come out of it that way, in my opinion, you missed a huge opportunity. So what do you regret about last year? And as I said, it's it's not the pandemic. It's not that maybe you lost your job. It's what will you do about it this year? What if that happens again? Uh, how will you address it? Are you prepared for it? I don't think anybody was prepared for it, and uh, understandingly so. But I think the big question is, what will you do if it happens again? And can you talk to and or address what happened last year? Did I handle it the best way? And and maybe and I'm sure maybe it's not just the pandemic. It might be two or three other things. Um, you know, when I worked from home, did I maximize my time? Did I give it 110% effort? 
Did I maximize my extra time that I did have? You know, did, did I lose friendships over this whole crazy mask, unmasked push going on out there that's fueled by our lovely liberal news media, which to me has caused more problems than they do good at this point. But I'm not here to talk politics. I would love to. And if anybody ever has a question, please reach out to me. You could find me at brianpswift.com. You can find me on Facebook. You can find me on LinkedIn. If you have a topic you'd like addressed, please write the topic down. Call me, reach out to me on it. I would love to talk about any topic and I will get it in a podcast form or I will talk about it on my radio show, which is every Wednesday between 12 and 1, WJOL, 1340 AM. Uh, if you'd like, take a listen to it. It is called All Things Inspirational. And I'm on for an hour every Wednesday, like I said, just out of the Midwest, so the Chicagoland area. I hope that gets expanded, but right now we're in the Chicagoland area. And that my radio show is Brian P. Swift, a.k.a. The Quadfather, all things inspirational. So take some time to listen to that. If you're struggling in other ways, I have a YouTube channel called The Quadfather. Uh, get fit while you sit. Being a C5, C6 quadriplegic, I pride myself on being in shape and staying in shape. And I have numerous videos of little exercises and inspirational ways to stay fit, stay active, stay motivated. So thank you for listening. I like to keep these short and sweet. And we are uh, about a week away from, not quite, we're shorter than a week away from Christmas. So God bless everybody. Have a Merry Christmas. Thank you for listening. Take care.